All right, everyone. How you doing? I'm Sergio from the Dodgeball Podcast International Series, and here with me I have... I'm Tamara. I'm from originally from Vienna, Austria, and I currently live in Manchester, England. Hey. <laughs> so um, to kind of give a quick rundown, uh, after every interview, um, after every previous interview I've had, mostly I ask guests, like, who do you think would be interested in coming along? And a good 75, 80% of people mentioned Tamara. So, so I asked her to come along and, you know, share her story and glad she's on and we can get started. So Tamara, um, I wanted to ask what, uh, just to get some preliminaries out the way, uh, what is your Jersey number and why is there a story behind it? Um, so my Jersey number depends on the club I'm playing with. So um, at London Storm, which was my first community club, I was number eight. And um, for the Czech Republic, which is my team I play for as well, um, I'm also number eight, which is just my birthday and is my favorite number. Um, and then <laughs> for the Manchester Bees, I'm 97, um, which is the year I'm born in, um, because number eight was unfortunately already taken. Um, so I thought the next best thing is something to do with my birthday again. So nothing, nothing crazy, nothing special, but just, um, just a number that I do feel like is part of me. So it, it pretty much any time you can, you'd pick the number eight. Yeah, definitely. Number eight is mine. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny you say that because the original host of the podcast who will be back next year from deployment, that's his Jersey number. And it's like a magic number with him. It's like it just is a great number. Not gonna lie, like it's just, um, it's just so perfect. Um, even I just love it. <laughs> oh man, you know what? We could cut this right now. I'm, I'm just playing. <laughs> no, no, you know what? I, I love it. I love it. I mean, it's not my jersey <laughs> number choice. I've worn it a few times, but yeah, and no, I'll, I'll stick with mine. So, What's yours? Uh, uh, number one. All right. So for me, that, that number just like it, it, like you, it's kind of followed me my whole life. Like when I, mm. whenever I play video games, I'm often player one. Whenever, uh, like one of my favorite novels, uh, Ready Player One, um, just stuff yeah. like that. So it's, it's mm -hmm. always followed me. That's fair. <laughs> and um, I know we didn't get the chance to play as much last year, but what team would you have played for? So I would have played for Manchester Bees. So I actually moved up in 2019. Um, so I started playing for Bees and um, I really enjoyed that. But unfortunately, obviously, the season came to an end um, quite early. But um, yeah, Manchester Bees is my current local team. Nice. All right. So um, just a quick rundown. How did you start playing uh, dodgeball? Like who introduced you? How did you, you come across it? So... Actually, I started back in Austria before I moved to the UK. Um, so there was, in Austria, they don't have um, different university teams. They just have the University of Vienna. Um, and there was the opportunity to play sports. Um, and one of the sports was dodgeball. And I thought, oh, that sounds fun. Because um, I played a similar version of dodgeball at school. And I thought, yeah, might as well give it a go. So I went and actually my coach at the time was Max Golder. Um, who's the EDF president and the um, the head of um, Europe for the WDBF. Um, and 
yeah, he was my first dodgeball coach back uh, back in Vienna. And um, I only played a couple of times. It was only social dodgeball. Um, you know, um, we didn't go through any tactics, anything at all. And then when I started studying at UCL in London, um, I actually, before, prior to moving, um, I looked up the societies and they had a dodgeball society. So I joined the UCL Panthers um, at the time. And that's how it kind of started. And um, I just really enjoyed myself at UCL. And then one of the players was like, oh, do you want to come come along to the community club, London Storm? So I thought, yeah, sure, why not? So I gave London Storm a go. And that's kind of how, how it all started. <laughs> so what was your first impression? I mean, it's safe to assume you were hooked right away, right? Yeah, I, I think... I was fairly all right from the start, which obviously made it easier for me to continue because I was like, oh, I'm, I'm not bad at this because <laughs> I used to be just <laughs> awful at all sports. Um, so when I was all right, I thought, okay, this is quite good. Um, and I just enjoyed the community and um, I enjoyed playing a sport that I actually um, am okay at. And then um, the, the more involved I got, the more... Um, the more I fell in love with the community and with the sport itself and the tactics and how many different tactics you can have and the different ball types obviously as well and simply that everyone takes it seriously but also not too seriously um the kind of middle ground that dodgeball is and um yeah and and I've loved it and then joining the international scene was was a great decision and um, I've loved being able to travel around and meet people from different countries. That's one of my favorite parts um, of the dodgeball community. And um, yeah, so it's just a great sport and it's so supportive. And yeah, that's that's what made me kind of continue. <laughs> so you mentioned just now, or a, a, bit of, a bit of a while ago that um, you weren't really good at any sports growing up. So did you just not have a sporting mm. background or if you did, what sports were they? No. So in my, my parents aren't really sport. Well, my mom's very sporty, but she's a fitness instructor. So she'd only do like, you know, Pilates and those kind of classes. So when I grew up, I was never put into any team sport and I'm very much a sport kind of person. So um, when I was younger, I just never had the access to sports that I actually like. So, um, yeah, so I wasn't sporty at all. I didn't um, join any sports clubs because it wasn't as easy as it is in the in the States or in the UK. Um, so, it, yeah, unless you play football or handball. And even then it was a bit difficult for women at the time, girls. Um, you just wouldn't really play anything. So, um, yeah, that's why. So I never really was sporty until I joined dodgeball. <laughs> And you said you were quite good with it right off the bat. Like what traits in dodgeball that you felt you brought in that you kind of like honed on to and said, you know what? Like, for example, like I'm a great thrower. I'm a great catcher. Like mm. what traits did you feel like you had starting off that you felt like you had a good, you know, like you were good on the right foot. Mm -hmm. so to speak. Um, I was, I was great. Like at catching for, for a fresher. So um, that was that was really good. So um, they put me in the middle when we when we used to play three ball. 
Um, so yeah, that was my strong suit. Like I was able to catch and I wasn't scared of it either. So I guess like that was, that was good as well. Um, because I played when I played, um, at uni in Vienna, I was playing a lot, a lot of, well, big arms basically. So, um, I was used to them. And then when I played for the women's team at UCL, I was like really confident in my catching already. Um, so I think that, that was, that really helped me and that kind of pushed me to go further because they, they really liked me. Um, and put me on first team and so I I was feeling really confident and enjoyed myself so that's how it kind of kept going <laughs> yeah I would say that at least based on like some footage I've seen and I've seen a lot of like storm footage from the past and I can say that yeah you're a solid catcher for sure <laughs> thanks <laughs> uh, <laughs> so um let's talk about a little bit of like what led you down the path to joining WDBF and what's your actual uh, official title with them? So I'm the deputy secretary. Yeah. Well, um, so I'm the deputy secretary. Um, I was basically sort of, they were looking for someone who can do membership communications um, and communications with the different countries. um, And also just, you know, some of the admin tasks that just, um come up and a lot of the emailing around um with regards to setting up um new dodgeball clubs and um, well new dodgeball um governing bodies really um and also um speaking to national olympic committees of smaller countries so um you know liaise with them if if necessary and yeah and so they asked me asked me to join because they they needed someone who's quite well connected within the dodgeball community um and i'm just a very bubbly person i guess so um (laughs) whenever i go to any tournament i talk to everybody there um so that really helps me with with regard to my networking so um yeah they they just thought of me um and they messaged and asked if i was interested and i obviously said yes um i always you know, I, I think really highly of Dwayne um, and Pierre as well, who um, and I work with them to the most. So, um, yeah, it was when they asked me, I was very honoured, and and of course I can say no. So um, that's how I kind of got in. And now, um, what I mainly do is, yeah, as I said, I mainly um, talk to different um, people in different countries who are trying to set up their dodgeball in that country. But also I sort out tasks like sorting out the communication for the annual general meeting and stuff like that. So that's my kind of role at the moment. Nice. Yeah, I spoke with Dwayne. Wow. It's three months ago now, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he was he was really uh it was re- it was really solid. He was really like a well very welcoming uh person. So I could see why it was kind of like difficult, if any, to say no to him he's just a really yeah no he's great yeah exactly (laughs) and uh yeah the sports in great hands with him being one of the the heads of the table so i'll say that yeah (laughs) so you mentioned you played uh three ball so let me ask you did you like three ball better or five currently no i'm definitely five ball um (laughs) it's just so much more dynamic it's it's quick it's you know fast paced it's more fun um 
three ball, I guess, you know, before we swapped over, everyone was obviously like anti the new thing um, because that's three ball was what we were used to. But um, yeah, no, five ball is much better. Um, there are more tactics. It's more fun. Um, you know, there's more skill um, as well because you have to be a better rounded player in five ball um, because obviously in three ball, if you were a catcher, and not a good thrower that was okay because you could just roll the balls over um if you were down so those kind of things like i'm glad that we're now at five ball um i prefer um yeah i prefer the running around the, the women's game has improved so much with five ball as well um so yeah i'm really happy with that and I also like the neutral zone um so the like the really big one um that we have in in well on the continent only but um yeah, five ball is so much better. <laughs> uh, I would have to say from someone who's watched three ball, uh, like back in 2012, 2013, and then currently, mm. yeah, I would have to agree. It's a little more uh, visually uh, pleasing in that end. Yeah. A little more dynamic. Uh, Definitely. <laughs> yeah. So I want to ask you, um, you, well, other than the, the fact that you – you're a solid catcher. Like, how would you describe your uh, play style? Like, would you say you're more offensive, defensive? Ah, oh, that's a good question. I think it changes a lot um, with regards to which team I'm playing for. Um, so I'd say that um, with my British teams, so Storm and and Bees, I'm definitely more defensive um, because I don't have to be. Um, I don't have to be pushing um, the other the other team or anything like that. But um, when I play for the Czech Republic, I have to I have to make the play if that makes sense. So I have to um, I have to put pressure on the other team. Um, I have to be I have to make sure that they know that I'm aware and that I'm pressuring them um, because that will aid us. So um, I think in general, um, I like to, I like to fake quite a bit. Um, I, I enjoy if I'm not on the wing, to be honest, I, I am, I'd say, I'd say I'm more of a wing player, but I like playing on sort of two or three, um, which is where I play for bees. Um, I think I think I like the mix um, of being able to swap around as well within bees. Um, so I think it really it's it's a hard question to answer because I, there is no definite and this or that because it really um, I would say I, I adapt depending on who I play with, who I play against, and also um, for example the neutral zone when we play for Czech Republic is much bigger than the one that we use in the British dodgeball leagues. So um, you can be much more, well, you have to be much more aggressive um, in front of the court when you're playing um, with the bigger neutral zone, um, which is what I do. So, um, yeah. So I think, I think I, yeah, I think I like that more, to be honest. I like, um, I like the quicker um, pace of that, um, of the bigger neutral zone too. Um, but yeah, um, there's no definite answer. Um, I think I would be interested to know what other people would say because it's always easier to say 
what somebody else's play style is than than your own I guess um but yeah I think I want to I want to play more middle um because I've played wing for quite a while um and I want to be able to be better in the middle and um be better dodging because that's definitely not my strongest suit I mean you might not think that being adaptive is a definitive answer but it's a it's a common one I hear. Um, yeah. I know I've heard a few people say they're very defensive. I heard some people would say they're like offensive oriented, but like based on the amount of interviews I've done, I would say it's about a- almost a three-way split between defensive, offensive, and just overall adaptive, give, you know, mm. doing what they can team needs. So I mean, you might not think you gave a definitive answer, but it's actually an answer I've heard more than once. So that, that's there we go. <laughs> <laughs> and just curious, have you uh, played foam before? Have you given that? Um, a go? Only only a couple of times at training. Um, so at bees, we've we've started foam training um, around the time of the um, twenty nineteen World Cup um, in Cancun. So I've only played. I've not played many times at all, to be honest, but. Um, I've enjoyed it. Um, I definitely need to understand it more uh, than I do at the moment. Um, but yeah, it's it's been really good, and um, it's been nice to 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 play with the different balls and see how how to throw it and everything. But um, yeah, I've not played many many times at all yet. What's the what's the biggest learning curve for you in regards to foam? Like what's what, what are you trying to understand about it? Like just how to, how to throw it? Well, how to the, manip- the rules it? really, I mean, the, first of all, the rules are different, um, you know, to some extent in terms of when, when gameplay is and et cetera. Um, but yeah, I think the, how to throw it, how to whip it um, properly um, so that it does spin um, and curve is, is really important. I've not, I've not really got the gist of that yet. <laughs> I mean, once you do, I mean, it's a beautiful thing to do. I'd say that right yeah. now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it, it does look awesome. So, <laughs> I mean, I remember when I was at the oh, no, I was in Canic. Um, someone had a foam ball, and uh, I showed them how to whip it. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, someone took out their phone and like, literally, like, followed my mechanics on how I whipped it. And I was just mm-hmm. whipping it against the wall uh, in between games, just like having fun with it, just realizing like, oh, I can't wait to come out here again. <laughs> yeah. So yeah no, it's, it's, it's good that you can do it. I, I'm definitely keen to learn. So um, once this pandemic um, is out the way, <laughs> um, <laughs> I, yeah, I definitely want to want to get into it. So. But you, you, otherwise you, you enjoyed it though. It's not like a ball type you would ever like, say no to oh yeah no i enjoyed it um like it's definitely better than rubber um i'm not a big fan of rubber um just because of what when i every time i've played i've just not really enjoyed it that much um i've not neither foam nor rubber i've had proper training on so i think um i would not be adverse to giving it a go again you know like um, and any ball type for that matter, really, because at the end of the day, um, if you've not properly played it, if you've not properly used it for a couple of times, you can't really say no to it, in my opinion. Um, so, yeah. 
Oh, that's fair. Um, so I want to ask you this question, but I'm going to ask you in two different ways. So growing up, right. did you have any role models? Oh, like, you know, um, teachers, athletes. Um, to be honest, um, I just really looked up to my mom. Um, so <laughs> this is probably a bit of a, you know, um, cop out, but, um, no, I just, I, my mom, my mom means a lot to me. And I think, you know, she's sporty. She's, she's really smart, um, really intelligent. Um, and it's always gives love, um, to everyone around her. And I think that's what I, I just admired growing up. Um, I didn't really have any like famous role models as such um, right now or for the past couple of years, it's been AOC. Um, I think she's great. Um, she's one of my role models, but in general, I think, you know, um, I think my mom is, is, is just my, my biggest, the person I look up to the most. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. You, um, you follow AOC over there. Um, say again, sorry. You follow AOC over there. Um, yeah, 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 definitely. She's she's just, I mean, just the way she speaks and the way she argues is admirable. And um, yeah, I just think she's she's awesome. So definitely <laughs> top top of my list. <laughs> and don't worry about the cop out. Some people say their moms or parents, so it's not it's not yeah. a cop out. It's, <laughs> it's fair. Literally, it could have been. Anyone you know, any athlete, a neighbor that I wouldn't know, just anyone you look up to yeah. helped you. That's all. True. It's all fair game. All true, right. True. So the twist to this question that I have added, any players you look up to as far as like their sportsmanship or play style that you admire? Is this within dodgeball or in general? Yeah, within dodgeball. Um, so... I was thinking about this um, in general anyway. Um, so there's so many people within dodgeball who I admire and who I think are great. Um, one of them being Nicole Kremser, um, who's also a dear friend of mine. Um, she's playing, uh, she plays for the Austrian team. Um, she's extremely kind. She's extremely talented. She's, she's just, she's very competitive Um but she's lovely and she'll always try and support the people around, around her. Um, so I think she's great. The same goes to um, Anna Polani, um, who's also an Austrian player. Um, Max Metz, an Austrian player who I admire a lot because of the way he moves and dodges is, it's just insane. Um, then there are one of my favorite players is um Aaron Murphy um he plays for Northern Ireland um and he's he's just so he's just amazing his catching is great um and he's just so kind um he's competitive but he never gets annoyed or anything like that at all um so I think that's such a good trait um that he just kind of keeps keeps go keeps going um Matteo Mini is another player um I admire him for his for his fair play and um he's well he um he plays for the Italian team and he's really really such a good guy such a friendly face um 
so hard because there are so so many people that I admire and that's why I love the sport that's why I'm part of the sport I mean you know there are people like Elisa and Hannah and um there are others within within England dodgeball and within um well within all the all the um home nations and then Sweden like there are so many Swedish players that adore um obviously um I don't know that many players from from for example from the US or um Canada but there are a couple of um, my Canadian friends who um I just think are great and it's hard to differentiate between who's great as a person um and as you know because of the way they are on court um and of the talent or who's great because of because you're a friend of theirs um but I think you know you're a friend of the people that you um admire aren't you at the end of the day so um yeah but I think in terms of fair play and um really trying hard that everything goes the way it should be going um I think Matteo Mini is is high up my list of um players that I admire yeah, uh, you mentioned a lot of like solid names and players that I've reached out to uh, for future episodes. So it's actually kind of cool to hear that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know that. That good. <laughs> Trust me, good, good people. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I wanted to, before we get into the crowdsource questions, I wanted to ask, um, what do you have like a pregame ritual um, that you go through before a dodgeball game? So. Um, what I usually do is I need to have like 15 minutes for myself with my headphones on um, and like do my warm up by myself, um, even if we then do another warm up together. Um, but that's usually just before the first game of the day because that isn't always time between games or you have to ref and whatever. So um, I've gotten out of the habit of doing it all the time, but I just um, I listen to kind of yeah pumped pop <laughs> um and just get ready um in my head but there's no no other specific ritual that I do um I just I just need to be ready and dressed and everything get changed like way before the first game because otherwise I'm nervous that I don't have the time to get changed um but yeah that's that's pretty much it um I don't do anything else that is special as as um with regards to that so yeah <laughs> so you, you kind of already answered my next question but I'm gonna ask uh to be more specific like what do you listen to uh when you have your headphones on for those 15 minutes like what so what, uh, kind of artists do you listen to so it's as I said it's it's pump pop and then it's usually um Kyle Cardi B um Lizzo, <laughs> you know, <laughs> those kind of people. Um, yeah, love that. Um, sometimes, like, I, I really like listening to Matt Squalve, um, Stella as well, um, Lil Mosey. Um, yeah, years and years, high up my list. <laughs> um, that's for, for pre-dodgeball, though. Um, I've got different that's it's weird because my, my music taste is different than 
um, to that, usually I listen to more like classic rock and um, Billy Joel is my absolute favorite, for example. Um, <laughs> and then, yeah, I know he's, he's awesome. Um, but yeah, um, let's not get into that because I could talk hours about him. But anyway, um, so it's, it's weird how in front of, um, before, before those games, I, I just listened to that kind of pumped pop hip hop kind of style whilst at home. I don't really. Uh, that makes sense um i actually kind of have to agree with you because like my playlist is all over the place so mm. like i'll listen to like let, let's say if i had that 15 minutes i'll listen to like nine inch nails metallica uh, pantera and then in the same playlist it'll be lily allen uh brandy carlisle <laughs> michelle branch and yeah um, <laughs> it's just it's weird like I don't have separate playlists, like it just whatever pops on. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, you like to songs. go from that to that is like, you think I'm two different people, but I'm actually the same, <laughs> same person. Yeah, no, I get it. But no, that's actually pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, now we get into the fun side of the questions. We were the fun side Science of the podcast with the crowdsource uh, <laughs> questions here. And yeah. uh, first one, uh, to kind of look, give a little backstory, uh, Dominic Borgia. I want to say he works with WDBF now. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, he does. The, yeah, he does. Um, he's doing the, I think it's marketing he's doing. Um, yeah, so um, social media and stuff, I think he does. Yeah. Yeah, um, I've known him for wow over ten years now. That's <laughs> that's mm-hmm. nuts. He's a great guy, great friend of the podcast, great personal friend of mine, and someone who loves dodgeball. Uh, he he asks, "How do you feel about joining the WDBF?" Um, I'm so excited, um, especially obviously now that we're looking at restarting the sport everywhere, and um, you know promoting it again and, and getting back into it I'm, I'm just so I'm so honored as I said earlier I'm so honored that they thought of me um, I'm excited to be part of the WDBF I've, I'm so it's been so nice to work together with Brain and Pierre um, because they're just really great people who care a lot about this sport um, and yeah it's it's nice because I always since since I joined um, Dodgeball I always volunteered in some sort of position within the dodgeball community whether that be just a committee position of, of the club I was at or then later like I started um doing different jobs for British dodgeball and now this I'm, I'm really glad that I continue doing it um so yeah so I'm, I'm very excited and it's such a great opportunity to be part of it and learning a lot about sports development um things that I don't usually come across um so it's really good all right. Um, well, he asked a series of questions. So the next one: What hope do you? What do you hope to see? The I think kind of word at word. What do you hope to see the sport change? Okay, that was a gram, grammatical error there. Uh, so I think he's asking what. <laughs> what do you hope to see once we in the sport once we get back to normal? Um. So. I. There's a lot of things like I, I hope that we can um, make sure that the that we are at the same position that we, we were at before the pandemic hit. So getting back up and running, um, making sure that clubs still have enough players to enter leagues, et cetera, et cetera. Um, 
I'm also hoping that we are going to be in a position, and this is quite just personally, um, I think I'd love to see us in the Olympics eventually. Um, so obviously that's something that we're, um, you know, looking at and working on um, as well. And um, I really wanted to be much more united with regards to foam and, and cloth. So um, obviously we only just merged, um, really, if you think about it. Um, and now we have the opportunity to make these big events where we have foam and we have cloth events together. Um, and I'm really excited about that. Um, I think it's going to be great. Um, like whenever the next World Cup is and wherever it might be, um, I think that'll be such a great, such a great event. Um, and having people come together and actually, you know, not arguing about which ball type is better, but just enjoying the sport together um, would, would, is really something that I want to see um, as soon as possible, really. So those kind of things and, and having better network, um, better communication between, you know, between the teams, between the different um, teams for different ball types as well. And, you know, becoming a big community rather than these separate entities is, is really what I want to push for. So just kind of like pick up right where we left off. Not so much. Um, is that, is that a fear you have? Like, like once we get back that some of the work that's been leading us to this point will be, will have to be redone in a way. Is that, is that a fear? Yeah, I think a little bit because I do think that a lot of people now that they haven't played dodgeball in a long time, um, a lot of people think, Mm, right okay it, it has taken a lot of my time it has taken a lot of my money it has you know it has been stressful that every weekend I went to league or you know depending on the country and or the area but um I think a lot of people actually enjoyed not being part of it for a while um which you know I understand if you're not crazily committed um obviously because of the way dodgeball is like um because we're not getting paid like it, it's going to be on the weekends and it's going to be um extra money etc that we put in so i think there are quite a few people who have now stopped and i think we need to especially the ones who weren't like super serious about it from when they went where they were at before the pandemic um so trying to get them back um or other people in their positions um i think is going to be um not necessarily super hard, but just something that really needs to be considered. So I'm not worried, but I think it's something that people need to be aware of, especially clubs need to make sure that there is someone who gets in touch with all these members um, and targets them a little bit with regards to like, hey, come to a session, you know, we've got some free sessions potentially if, if they can get some funding, etc. cetera. So um, yeah, I think it's, it's something that just pe- people need to know and make sure that they keep on pushing for um new members yeah i was i was wondering about that i was like you you kind of touched on what i was gonna what i was gonna say because i felt like at least the way dodgeball is over there versus how it is over here um we don't really have like a club set up per se it's pretty much like players form their own teams kind of thing so like for example like uh, our head of um, USA Dodgeball, Jake Mason, uh, he's yeah. not reaching out to 
players and clubs and stuff like that. Like that's more on the player's side of things. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like we're not ran as a club. We're more like, this is going to sound kind of like off key, but we're like mercenaries that are brought together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah, one year we might be friends. Next year it could be rivals, mm-hmm. but obviously we're friends, but I'm just saying that's just, yeah, yeah, no, of course. It, no, I get it. Yeah. So it's just kind of like that. Like we're just, I don't want to say mercenaries for hire, but that's like the best way I can describe it. Yeah. Um, uh, last question from Dom. How do you feel you have an imp? Oh, okay. How do you feel you've impacted other athletes in the sport? Like, do you, oh. do you see yourself as a role model for, let's say, other women? Do you, do you feel? <laughs> I think, oh, that's, you know, um, I think I have impacted people with regards to my positive attitude I think I'm quite well known for being happy and smiley um and for spreading that so I think I have impacted people that maybe not had the best day someday or who weren't sure if they wanted to keep coming to dodgeball um to I think being there and and showing them hey it's fun like you know, we're, we're all, all here because we want to have fun um, and have that attitude, I think, I think has impacted some people. Um, of course, I get competitive. And of course, I, I've had days where I was not so smiley um, and I was not so happy about things. And I've, I've com- complained about things in the past. And, you know, but in general, I think I'm quite known for being someone who's just positive and who will... Um, help you if you need help um which yeah which i think is is good especially for newbies um and yeah just players who haven't been in the sport for that long um or just need some direction um and um another thing i guess is my network um whenever somebody needs a coach or anyone really or just want every time somebody went traveling with my friends in dodgeball um they just go to me and be like oh do you know anyone who plays dodgeball in this country because that's where I'm going like can you hook me up and um that's what I'd be doing so I think a lot of people see me as some sort of like network for them um to get in touch with people which um I enjoy I enjoy that I enjoy being able to like point them in the right direction um and also help people with you know their like sharing their um surveys about dodgeball um or getting them to the right people who could do an interview for them etc so stuff like that um i think i'm known for and i i enjoy (laughs) it's funny like we kind of do the same thing like ever since that trip where uh i had to canic uh some people have asked me like uh do you know when the next one is going to be or do you know if they're going to have foam in this month yeah stuff like that like because like you, I have a network out there and mm. I'm like, prior to the pandemic, uh, you would have seen a lot more Americans mid-season, mid our competitive season, go out there for one or two tournaments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So hopefully we'll, once we resume, we'll get back to that because like I told That's them, I had a blast over there. <laughs> yeah, it's it's good fun and we love having you guys. So definitely come over. <laughs> yeah, Um <laughs> yeah 
uh, I, I have a funny story I could share uh, offline um, regarding someone you know, actually. Okay, I'm looking forward <laughs> to that. <laughs> All right, so Hannah Catterall, she was a guest last season, and um, mm-hmm. she's overall like one of the most positive uh, voices I've heard, and someone who I was really happy to have met last year. She yeah. asked. Oh no, she she uh, she says I'm so excited about this, but asking the same question I always ask. So this is her new favorite question she asks people: Who's her? Who's your favorite leprechaun, and why is it me? <laughs> of course, it's Hannah. So, um, and it's well for several reasons, but she's just as you said, she's just such a positive person, and she's so lovely and so kind and so welcoming and. From, you know, from the day, like the first day I met her because um, like she she was playing, coming to a training session in London and like um, we immediately clicked and, um, you know, and she's so eager to learn and I love that. And she's just so sweet, so kind. And I love her accent as well. Um, can't <laughs> lie. You know, it's great. So, yeah, um, lots of love for Hannah there. <laughs> <laughs> and we kind of already went over it hold on ah there we go uh we kind of went over it but uh she asked who's in, who inspires you so your mom right yeah definitely my mom um my mom aoc does inspire me um i mean within dodgeball there are so many people who inspire me a lot um i think one of the players who who definitely inspires me a lot in my team is, is Emily Walker um, because she just always has fun. Um, you know, she, she wants to win and she's really good, but she enjoys it all the time. And that's great. And that's what um, I really like about her. So yeah, as I said earlier, like within, Dodge, within Dodgeball, there are just so, so many amazing people, which is why I am part of this sport. So. Nice. And she also asked, what are you most grateful for? I'm most grateful for having had the opportunity to come move to the UK and study here because I would have never gotten into dodgeball to the same extent that I have now if I had stayed in Austria. Not because the community isn't there, the community definitely is there, but I would have just joined one of the teams there Um and probably wouldn't have played for Czech Republic um, at the time um, because I was sourced by someone through UK Dodgeball, basically. And I didn't even know of international Dodgeball at the time. So it was all a bit confusing. But yeah, so that that's really, that's something that I'm so grateful for, the, the opportunity to play for Czech Republic um, because I came to the UK and also being part of British Dodgeball and... Um, all the opportunities that I've had within um, within the UK, that's what I'm most grateful for. So yeah, um, that move it was scary um, coming by myself, um, but it was so worth it, and I'm so glad that I've, I've come over. I'm sure they uh, they would agree. They're glad that you came over as well. All right. So next question from Aiden Woodall. I had him on a coach's interview uh, a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. And um, he asked, where do you see, 
Uh, he asked a, a pretty big question. Where do you see WDF moving in the near future, keeping cloth and foam apart and distinct or unifying rule sets, working on a court that all games can be played on? Which would you personally prefer? Um, so I think it's quite hard for me to comment on where WDBF is moving at the moment um, because we do have an AGM coming up in June and um, I'd, I'd like to be sort of, I'd, li I'd like to see what people have to say there rather than um, forming my opinion beforehand. Um, but with regards to what I personally would prefer, um, I, I definitely think we need unified rule sets and we need to have the same court um, just because it'll make it so much easier to get for, um up and running and also make sure that um, you can play both, both of these ball types um, in a training session because you've got the same court. Um, or in a, at a league meet, um, you don't have to change the courts or anything like that. So I think that would be really important. Yeah, unifying rule sets. Um, as I said, like I don't really know enough about foam rules. Um, and obviously I'm really familiar with the cloth rules. So naturally I will understand and see more sense in the cloth rules. However, that's not to say that the foam rules don't make sense. It's just um, it's just obviously my familiar familiar familiarity that's the word um <laughs> with it um and also um yeah but i do think that either way whatever whichever we go with or whether we kind of merge them um we do need to be a bit better at um making them one because at the end of the day um it just it's going to be too confusing um, and it's going to be harder to implement and harder for people to learn. Um, and that just means less players, fewer players. And it means, um, yeah, just not as big of growth as we could have. So I think making them easier and making them unified is, is the, the way to go. Yeah, um, I definitely would agree. Uh, you said, wait, what did you call it? Did you say ADM? Um, AGM, sorry, uh, annual general meeting at the WDBF. So oh, yeah, we, okay. have, we have that soon. So basically, um, that's when we're going to discuss a bit of the direction and stuff as well. Um, and there's a lot of, you know, other communication going on um, with regards to, well, with regards to the potential of um, well, um, with regards to how we um, will work or how we can work it out with the WDA. Um, so th there will be some decisions made on that as well. Um, oh. But that's that's coming up in June, so. Okay. Oh, not too far off. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I, I heard something else. I'm like, because, all right, so this is going to be a little bit of a sidebar. I heard ADM, not AGM. And mm. ADM is a music festival out here um, that right. I know for a fact isn't running because I do sound engineering. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah. does she know something about this event that I don't know about? <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just kind of went off. I'm like, 
uh no we don't have an adm this year um <laughs> <laughs> no that's not it <laughs> all right all right so uh one of my close friends elisa storch uh she asked two questions mm-hmm. what's your experience of being a woman in dodgeball um so i think at the very beginning um i felt really welcomed um i think then it was really hard later on keeping the women's team going. Um, and I think that there is a lack of, well, at the time there was a bit of a lack of support for women's dodgeball. Um, I think in general, um, there are a lot of people who, well, not a lot of people, but there are people who think that, oh, women can't throw, women can't catch, whatever. Um, and I get a great amount of satisfaction from catching someone who um, underestimated me at a league meet. Um, like every time that happens, when when some guy thinks he's got a cannon on him um, and I just catch him casually, then that just is amazing. Um, I love that. And then, um, but in general, um, I've never had any issues um I I love the community I feel like it's in general everyone's really supportive um I think it's done us really good to go to five ball because yeah the the women's game has become much more dynamic and definitely more interesting to watch so um those kind of things have been really important because three ball like a lot of people made these comments that there's no point in watching the women's game and three ball which I understand where they're coming from so um although I wouldn't have said that at the time either um so yeah no it's it's good um I I feel supported I feel like um the women's teams are taken being taken seriously um I love playing mixed as well um I think women are really valued within mixed um within Britain at least um so yeah so and I really enjoy that um and i've as i said um i've i love the community and i feel supported throughout so yeah good <laughs> all right um yeah the only thing like i said that i didn't like about three ball was it was just too i don't it was just too slow pace mm. i could have said that about the men's or the women's game but just in general it was just too slow pace yeah definitely so, that's literally the only thing i would have said i mean yeah, no, it was. And you're right. So I agree. <laughs> All right. And uh, her final question, who are the players you've enjoyed playing alongside the most? So I saw this um, and I saw, <laughs> um, I saw what Hannah said um, underneath it saying that if it ain't us, I'm going to be sad. Um, and <laughs> the thing is, I've not actually ever played alongside either of them. Like, apart from ever training so um so i think technically i found a loophole (laughs) um no but seriously they they are great and i love them both a lot and i'd I'd love to play alongside them i really want to but i've just not ever had the chance um in terms of who i've actually um played with um I love playing with um, Misha Pospisilova. Um, she is a Czech player. 
I trust her with my life, like <laughs> on court. Um, <laughs> she she is lit. She's so good. She's so positive. Um, and yeah, I just I know that whenever I, she'll always back me up. Basically, um, the same goes for um, Monica Robalova. Um, but a lot of I love my Czech girls. Like every single one of them, I I, I think they're great. Um, I love the team. They're all so keen. They're really, really skilled. Um, we need some more tactics and we need some more coherence. However, their energy and um, yeah, just teamwork is is amazing. So um, all of them really, to be honest with you. Um, and then from with regards to um, when I played for um, Shamrock Ravenna in Italy for like there was a tournament I really loved playing um next to Nicole Brock, Brock I think that's how you pronounce it and Wait, um just Brocky um yeah Brocky um oh. and Jessica Campo um two really really good players um Jessica Campo is a super she's just she's just really controlled um, and I like that about her a lot. So I've really enjoyed playing with her. Um, I've also played, um, played obviously I've played in, in London with my London team and I played alongside um, amazing players there. Um, same with Manchester Bees. I really, as I said earlier, like I really love um, playing with Emily Walker, but um, all of the Queen Bees um, who I play with are great. Um they're all very positive, all very supportive of each other. Um, so, yeah. Um, but ultimately, I have to say that I'm very biased and my Czech girls are just the top <laughs> and I love them. Um, and, yeah, I know that they'll always be there um, for me on, on and off court, really. So um, they are definitely the players that I've enjoyed playing alongside the most. <laughs> And uh, if you saw Hannah's comment, you probably saw mine. Uh, we don't want a sad <laughs> hand. No. And, you know, as I said, <laughs> Hannah, come on, next time we can. Um, I've got to play with you and Elisa. Um, that's the that's the game plan. Because <laughs> I was, was going to ask, at any point, were they either Storm or Bees? Because they didn't mention that in any of their interviews. No, 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 no. Um, we never got to play on the same team. Um, Hannah, as I said, came to two, three training sessions in Storm, I think, yeah. um, or at least two, three that I was I was there for. So yeah, I've played a little bit alongside her, but you know. Um... Oh, and another player that I've I loved to play alongside was um, Johnny Day. Um, <laughs> he's just he's just lovely. Um, he's such a good friend of mine, um, and yeah. I've when we played well just at trainings but also when we played mixed um it's been it's been really good to play alongside him um and yeah <laughs> yeah um I had a good time meeting Johnny it was really cool yeah uh, so Shannon Smith who spoiler alert I'm going to interview um after after you I'm going to interview her next week uh, she was excited that you were on for this, so she just I love wanted Shannon. to say hi. <laughs> she's such a great player. Oh, she's 
she's so good um she's always smiling as well she's enjoying it she um and she's just such a good player um you know such a threat on court really and um but so lovely um so yeah no she's she's one of my favorites as well i have so many favorites though like I, <laughs> um which is hard you know it's hard to say um but that that just so many good people with the dodgeball yeah and um yeah so i'm, I'm gonna be really amped to hear her story and and um if you want to throw any funny comments her way you'll have your shot <laughs> no <I> will do <laughs> <laughs> So Aiden, because he loves to add the spice, bees or storm? <laughs> God, um, <laughs> I, I'm definitely not um, able to make a decision with regards to um, which club I prefer more um, because, you know, each club has great players, great people, great community. Um, I will be the storm. Um, I will say storm has a storm's hall isn't, um, like is great, but, um, I prefer the hall because it's storm. They have well, they used to, obviously, before the pandemic, um, they used to have curtains between the cords so the balls wouldn't fly around and bees don't have that, Aiden. So I think you should get behind that. Um, and then, <laughs> um, but apart from that, honestly, like, love both. Um, I think I, when I was placed up in Manchester, I was quite excited for a new opportunity. Um, and I love the, the Manchester bees. And um, I think the like social social wise um i think the the club at bees has a lot more general bigger socials um but that's easy in, in manchester in in first place as well but then london storm has more um like people just organize themselves between their friends um but then a lot of people are friends within the club so it becomes a club social um but you know um both both clubs are great um i've both actually tattooed on me so um you know i can't oh, really? decide yeah um i've got a lightning bolt um between my uh, behind my left ear and i've got a b on my left um hip bone so um dedication to both of these clubs i had no idea <laughs> yeah no i so i love them both obviously otherwise i wouldn't have gotten tattoos <laughs> so um yeah but Aiden should really get some curtains for the hall and um, that's all I'm gonna say <laughs> is he like he's a captain of, of bees he's our president um oh. so yeah okay so he's also the guy behind the coaching courses and he's the president of Manchester Bees oh well. yeah Good so he's know. the yeah so he's the development manager at British Dodgeball and then um yeah obviously um, highly involved in um, Manchester fees as well. <laughs> he just has multiple hats, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he, Good guy. And he loves to add spice to anything, I guess. <laughs> oh, he loves that. He loves, he absolutely <laughs> loves that. But I, I was, you know, I was aware um, he's always been like this. And um, yeah, good question, Aiden. 
gets curtains. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> he's just trying to get trying to get more uh, views on this episode. That's all he's trying to do. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> throw a little spice in there. See what you say. Um, so before we wrap this up, um, the uh, last season I had this uh, segment where you can ask me anything, pretty much like anything rapid fire. Uh, but this season, uh, I have a theme that we're going with called the theme of legacy. And mm-hmm. because we haven't played last year and some of us retired in the pandemic and partly uh, inspired this. So I want to ask you, once you play, how would you like to be remembered once you play your final game of dodgeball? Um, I'd like to be remembered as someone who plays fair, who promotes the sport and who always wears a smile whilst playing. That's what I would like to be remembered as. <laughs> it's funny you say that because um, prior to this interview, like I always try to do a little background, uh, mm. like either video or like pictures and see like if, if I can like find something to ask. And I want to mm-hmm. say in like 95, 99% of the pictures, you're always smiling. <laughs> Like, yeah you, you can have three balls being thrown at you and you're smiling <laughs> or you could be in a team huddle and i don't know the context of the huddle but you're smiling yeah you're on the sideline and you're smiling so i will say like someone who's very positive someone's competed at a high level like that's something you will be remembered for for sure and that's um, it's good because that's <laughs> like i just want want people to know that i love the sport and um you know, that's, we play it because we love the sport and yes, get competitive by all means. Of course, that, that's great. And I am, but (laughs) at the end of the day, we're there because we like it. We volunteer to be there. We're not getting paid for it. We're actually spending money on it. Like get over yourself, um, take it seriously, but get over yourself and just enjoy your time. Yeah. Uh, I would definitely have to agree with that. Um, (laughs) <laughs> but yeah, you're very positive and very, uh, what did you say, bubbly? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I will definitely, I, I will definitely stamp that. Like, if 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 you do play your final game, that will be the lasting impact you have. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so before we wrap this up, um, is there any shout outs you'd like to give? Um, I'd like to give a shout out to. Manchester Bees, um, because unfortunately I'm leaving the UK. Um, so they were my last club. Um, and I'm feeling really emotional about it, to be honest. But, and that's, it's not really sunk in yet. But um, thank you for everything. Thank you for taking me up in Manchester, um, for making me feel welcome in Manchester when I didn't actually know anyone yet. Um, and yeah, um, making me feel part of the club immediately. So um, that's my shout out. And thank you for being my last. Well, you never know. Never say never. But um, my for now last club in the UK. Uh, care to discuss where you're going to go or care to mention? Um, yeah. So, well, I'm going to go back to Austria for a bit. Um, and then I don't actually know yet. Um, I've got an opportunity with just a bit more international. So um, 
could really don't know where I might be placed. Um, could be pretty much anywhere. So um, for now, it'll be Vienna, um, especially given the pandemic and everything. But um, eventually, um, I don't know whether I want to go, you know, go maybe even to the States or something. So we'll see. Well, I will say if you find your way out in Los Angeles or Hollywood, mm. I'll make sure you're, you're good out here. <laughs> Thank you. It's always good to have people like you um, and friends <laughs> who support you when you, oh, no. when you go different places. So yeah, no, if I, if I come to your neck of the woods, I'll definitely take you up on that offer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. People like me. Nah, <laughs> if you look at any of my dodgeball picks, I'm not smiling, but I'm having fun. Like people like, Oh yeah. Me. But that, that's, that's <laughs> the point though. At the end of the day, you don't have to smile, but like you, you, you want to have fun. <laughs> yeah. So. Right. I don't know if this world needs more me. It'll just leave, we'll leave it at that. <laughs> Oh, don't say that. People who spread the word of dodgeball and promote the sport, that's exactly what we need. So here we go. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, having been involved with the podcast the past three years, uh, I like to think people are, are enjoying it. Yeah, definitely. And it's a great, it's just a great opportunity for everyone to um, share their thoughts on the sport they love. So thank you. Yeah, no problem. And we will wrap up in testing, testing. Okay. <clears throat> Three, two, one. All right. And that was my interview with Tamara. Tamara, thank you so much for hopping on and blessing the podcast with your positive attitude and along with your story. And thank you for what you'll do uh, for Dodgeball going forward. Um, I wanted to say that we're at the halfway mark of the season and it seems like the season has gone really, really by and I'm looking forward to what lies ahead and I have plenty of guests lined up, just got to schedule them. But um, if you've been listening, if you've been listening up until this point, thank you so much. I'll have my next interview with Shannon Smith next week. Um, stay tuned for the post. And if you have any questions, post them below. So take care and good night.